You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Everybody, welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Andy Smith. And I'm Tim Vaughn. And this is Fight Fan Weekly. Fight Fan Weekly. What do we got for Fight Fan Weekly this week, Tim? Quitting on the stool. Yeah. Little controversial thing happened last weekend. Why don't um, you tell us about it? Because I know like the outlines of the okay. story, but not the whole. So it was the first fight of the night. Prelims, right? Prelims. Yeah, first fight of the night. And I didn't see this fight, but I, I went back and watched the footage of, of the whole incident. And from my understanding, everyone said that the first round was um, pretty pretty even. Very close. Second round, the kid got blown out of the water. That who, quit Real the fast, who are we talking about? Max caught... Rokoff or something? Yeah, something, something. I forget what the beginning of the last name is. Um, yeah, you Bear with us real quick, folks. So anyway, but he took the fight on like five days' notice. Yeah, so Max Ruskoff yeah, versus Austin, Austin Hubbard. Hubbard. So he took the fight on like real short notice. Yeah. And he's an up-and-coming kid, a lot of, lot of hype behind him. And he was getting tuned up in, in the second round. And in between rounds of two and three, he went back to his corner and he was like, I'm, he's like, I'm done. Like, stop the fight. I'm yeah. done. Um, and they were like basically trying to talk him into to, to keep going. And he, he said it like nine times. Like, I'm done. Like, just uh, stop the fight. I'm done. And there's a big question of like what the corner did. Was it the right thing or the wrong thing by trying to get him to go back and continue after. Yeah. And there was a lot of people that said they, the fight should have been stopped the second that the guy said, I'm done. There's other guys out there that say, hey, listen, the cornermen know their fighter better than anyone. They know their tendencies, whether they want to quit in tough situations, they need motivation, they say this all the time in practice, and it just takes a little pep in the step or whatever. Um, but then you also have the risk of like, what if the guy's injured or there's something wrong where you don't know, like, you don't know, he doesn't want to tell you because he doesn't want, he just can't tell you or he doesn't feel comfortable telling you and you're pushing him back out there. So what is your opinion on this? So I'm kind of in that camp a little bit. This story is interesting because we've had this topic a number of times now, like recently. Like this is an ongoing thing. There was mm. Anthony Smith, whose corner did not stop the fight, despite the fact that he said something along the lines of like, "I don't have it." Yeah, it was. Or, it was something like, "Like he said, it, was, it is what it is." Yeah, it was something along the lines of, "Please get me out of here," without as much as saying that, right? Yeah, he didn't verbalize it like this kid did. Yeah. Though. I do agree that a cornerman knows their fighter better than anyone else. So you have to kind of take it by an instance-to-instance scenario. Uh, If you think that it's not quite as bad as what the fighter is thinking, and you want to double-check to make sure that, are you sure you don't want to go out there? I can lean towards that a little bit. Telling him nine times in a row... No, go out, go out. You can do it. You can do it. That's probably excessive. You have to learn to listen as well. Like, that's why I'm a, a little bit on the fence. 
don't yeah. give the guy crap for for saying it's over. If he thinks it's over and he truly wants to be done with the fight, he's probably extending his career. He'll take away a learning experience from all this. It'll be, he'll be better off in the long run. You can't always quit, but if this is a like a rare instance, take his word for it. If you want to be sure, if you want to sit down next to him and say, "Buddy, are you sure you want to be out of this fight?" and he says yes, take him out. Yeah, there's a real um, it's it's a real tough spot, and like there's two two things that I, I want to say here. Number one, the stigma of quitting on the stool, yeah, can stay with a guy his entire life, not his career, his entire life, and nobody wants that. Yeah, nobody wants that, and the coaches know that the fighter knows that even though in the moment the fighter is not thinking you know he's he's might be thinking like i'm not thinking about that right now yeah. i just know i'm i don't want to be here but first and foremost what is paramount is the fighter's safety yeah so i was leaning more towards like the kid is done yeah the kid's done he said he's done you're talking to him you said he's done that's it he's done i heard two people speak on it that didn't change my mind but they drew me further away from he's done. Okay. One of them was your buddy Chael, Uncle Chael. Let's talk about the stool, guys. Yeah. Your so heck? Chael was saying that the cornerman has 60 seconds to do whatever he needs to do to get his fighter prepared for the third round. The cornerman, can, he's got 60 seconds to do that. No matter whatever it is. The yeah. fight is not going on. It's a break in the action. You have 60 seconds. So what he's saying is we shouldn't judge on what happens in that 60 seconds. He could stop it at the 59-second mark, and he still stopped the fight. But he's his job is to get his fighter ready until that point. So I was like, that's a fair point. Like, if he, if the guy came back to the stool and said, I'm done, I, I don't want to go out there, on second one, and then you're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, come on. And he's like, oh, you're right. Like, just because he said it one time yeah, that's doesn't true. mean that's that he's done, right? And... The other thing I heard was DC, Daniel Cormier was talking about it. And he was saying that when you look at who the guy is, I guess he was talking to the guy's coaches or he heard stories from the guy's coaches from college wrestling. And he said whenever he gets into a tough situation, he tends to want to get out. And they were saying that he needs this type of motivation to get through those tough matches. And Daniel also brought up the fact of, if we never had coaches pushing us when we said, I want to quit, nobody would have ever accomplished anything that they've ever done. That's true. He's like, every time I've ever cut weight, every time I've ever been in a tournament, he's like, I've said, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I'm done. And my coaches were like, no, you're not. Get back in the sauna. Or no, you're not. You're, you're good to go. Injuries, whatever. Just go out there. He's like, otherwise, you're not going to accomplish anything. You need somebody else to be your mental um, backing in that moment of weakness or that moment of despair. And he's saying that they know that about him. So it's almost like, not to say like boy who cried wolf, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. almost like he, it, they might see it so often that they're used to seeing it. So they're just pushing him through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might not have been that, but what ended up happening is that, you know, the commissioner or the doctor came in and asked him, do you want to continue? He said, no, he stopped it himself. I believe okay. the fighter. By telling them, I don't want I do. to fight. And I believe in the state, I think Chael mentioned that the only person that can stop the fight is the referee. The doctor cannot stop the fight. So it didn't make me change my mind yeah. on that. 
because if you think something's wrong or you're as, as a fighter, you just know, hey, listen, I'm not going to take two years off my career because I go out there and get my head caved in because I, I don't have the energy to, to do anything. Yeah. I'm just going to bow out here. And, you know, Chael had always said uh, uh, he his way of looking at the fight is the second that you know you can't win the fight, you should stop the fight because there's nothing else to be gained. Yeah. Like you have a moral victory of like getting to the end, but from a logical strategic standpoint as a career, the second that you realize the fight cannot be won, you stop the fight because there's no reason to, to take more unnecessary damage. Yeah. Yeah. From a, from a logical standpoint, which is kind of the, the way I'm still leaning. I see both of their points. I see Chill's point and I see DC's point, but my prop, my biggest problem with DC's point is like the way he's looking at it. How do I explain this? We, and he's right. We all have those moments where we just don't want to. Mm. We just don't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have you, someone out there knows you have the skill set. They know you have the ability, and they want you to want to. So they push you to do it. And I agree that that is necessary. The problem is that the ring is not the place for that. For me. The way, the, yeah, it's the a valid I, point. The way I see it. If someone... And I'm not saying this about Max specifically or about this instance. Here I'm taking the benefit of the doubt, I guess. And he was played it smart and said, I'm not winning this fight. I don't want more damage. I'm done. That's how that's how I'm looking at this. And I'm not giving him any grief for it. Yeah. But if you have a fighter who is someone who takes – I don't even want to call it the easy route because there is no easy route in MMA or UFC or any of this. This is – one of the toughest sports there is out there, if not the toughest. Yeah. If you have someone who constantly wants to give up and if they take one too many punches, they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. This sport isn't for everyone. So it's not the corners. It is the corners job to get the, their fighter hyped up and back out there. But if you have to spend 60 seconds, every 60 seconds that they're on that stool saying, no, you have to fight. You have to do this. Maybe the sport's not for them. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that about Max. I'm just saying in a general sense. Yeah. That that's why I kind of, I'm kind of not with DC on this one. Yeah. I, I, I there's there's nothing wrong with what you just said there. I I don't know if it's necessarily the sports. We time will tell with that one. Yeah. Yeah. But I think on the five days notice, he might just be one of those guys who who looks at things logically. Like, hey, I don't think I can win. I'm not going to go out there and. And get my head caved in because people are going to call me a pussy for quitting. Like, yeah. fuck you. I'm just, I'm not doing it. And like, yeah, like you said, five days notice. Yeah. That's not a lot of time to prepare for a fight. And something was brought up, and I'm going to bring something up from another podcast. Something was brought up on Rogan's podcast. Okay. Aliens? It's, it's the, what's that? Aliens? Aliens. It's right. the, it, it goes back to the moniker of the, the no moss. Like, I, I quit on my stool yeah. thing. And there was a fight in the nine, I think it was the nineties. Um, I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember the guy's name, but I remember seeing a documentary or a, or a long video on this before seeing the podcast. So I knew the fight that they were talking about, and yeah. I was listening to it on the podcast. So I didn't I didn't get to see it. Basically, what happened was there was this very talented up and coming guy who was basically like they were kind of saying he was like next Roy Jones Jr. from what they're explaining, and he fought this crazy wild guy oh the the talented guy who was being Harold's next Roy Jones almost knocks him out in the first round okay like, knocks him out almost knocks him out completely cold guy survives later in the rounds uh next Roy Jones jr I fucking forget his name and it, it's gonna 
it's bothering me. But he starts getting tired, slowing down. Gets hit a couple times. And I think there was a clash of heads that they were saying, but he gets hit. And doesn't get knocked down. He just takes a knee. He just takes a knee. And he's sitting there. And he's trying to, like, he's blinking his eyes. And he's moving his head. And as I remember watching this, and because uh, I, I didn't know about this fight until I saw the documentary. Yeah, yeah. And it was so fucking haunting. Because he goes down, and he's looking around. And he's not rocked. Like, he got tagged good, but he wasn't, like, wobbly. He just literally just took a knee. Ref counts him out. And the commentators are kind of like, oh, he fucking quit. Like, he quit. So he stands up. The other guy's going. So he goes back to his corner, and he's just, like, like blinking. He sits down. They're on the other guy. All of a sudden, the guy's passed out on the canvas. Oh. He slumped in his stool. He went down, slumped on, his, on, on the canvas, completely unconscious. Take him to the hospital. Um, he had a fucking blood clot. In his in his brain, he survived. Can't walk on his own. He's Holy completely shit. blind. Holy can I don't think he can speak. Uh, and he's eighty percent deaf. Oh my god. So he, I mean, if he continued the fight, it's a very strong possibility he he would have died. Yeah, yeah. So, but he wouldn't have been able to continue anyway because within. 20 seconds of taking the knee after the fight was called, he was completely unconscious. Yeah. But that's, there's that thing where on face value, everyone was saying he quit because you don't know what's going on. But in that guy's head, he's probably, he's like, I fucking know something is not right here. Like I know something is not right. Like what the fuck, but still didn't just turn around and walk away. Like trying to tough it out. Like you always do. Cause that's a very rare thing that happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that is like, why that is one of the reasons and one of the things that made me stop wanting to see fights go too far yeah yeah it made it like hey why don't we just why don't we just chalk it up to to we'll we'll, we'll run this back maybe yeah like don't, it's all fun until someone gets a blood clot yeah like don't don't go bring things to an unnecessary level if you're have if it's in the middle of a brawl and shit happens shit happens but when stuff is calmed down and there's a lot of red flags here saying like hey not only is he getting tuned up bad he doesn't want to be there yeah he's saying he doesn't think he can win all these things are piling up just get him out of there just, yeah just get him just out get of him there. out of there let him live to see another day yeah like do him a favor don't let him take the 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 moniker of i quit you quit for him yeah quit for him yeah take I, the I, heat I, for I your agree, fighter i agree with that yeah and, yeah because that I'll show you the the the, doc, the, the fight that yeah, it happened I'm in. Curious and, about it now. And you're just like, what the fuck, man? It's it's really creepy. It's very creepy, haunting. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's kind of a shame that there is so, so much of a stigma on like quitting, which I I at the same time I do understand, but I don't like if someone like Max is probably going to be a prime example for this because he's still early on in his career. He quit this fight. And like you said, it's probably going to stay with him. Yeah. But if he's not a quitter, and we'll say he's not, if he's not a quitter, then this wasn't a bad move. Yeah. So it, it would like pain me for him to like have that follow him around with him. And you know, commentators are going to break it's it up. It's a court of public opinion. It's a court of public opinion. And it, but it's, it's it, not the same thing as tapping out every single fight just because you don't want you got hit and you don't want to do it anymore. Like That's it, it, there, there's a difference. Yeah, I think it's also a testament too of what we latch on to yeah. when it comes because there's so many fighters out there that you can name 
where you're like, oh, um, that guy's a tough guy. That guy's been in wars. He never quits. Yeah. But if you try to pick up a bunch of names like that, you can name them, but people will be like, ah, oh, I, like I know a guy, whatever. But if somebody quits on the stool in the middle of a fight, everyone's like, you ever hear no mas? And they're like, oh, yeah. Like you, you remember when someone quits on the yeah, stool. Yeah. It's almost like uh, it's more important. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Strange thing. It is strange because we want the emphasis to be on like safety and whatnot, but at the same time, no mas. Yeah. I, I think we need to put put our personal thing back there as fans and just be like, the fighter safety is more yeah. important. It's easy to like forget that this is more than just a sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we – we watch this because we want to see two people beat the shit out of each other at the, yeah. end, at the end of the day. And basically. Like, basically. But, like, have you ever been hit? Have you ever truly been hit? It fucking sucks. It's, it's not, not fun. It's not fun. Do it for 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah, people are cruel, man. Yeah. People are cruel. This is, yeah. I don't know. I think they should have stopped. I think he did the right thing. If he didn't think he I, could win, if he didn't think he should be in there, he should have stepped out. I got your back on this one. I think he made the smart move. Um, I'm not wholly disappointed against his uh, corner, but at the same time, all's well that ends well. It's good that it ended with no extra damage. I That's my whole point. I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right. Uh, any last thoughts? No, you take a step, bud. All right. Why don't you guys let us know what you think of Max? What's his name? What? Stop laughing at me. Max Roscoff, uh, Roscoff quitting on the stool in the comments down below. Don't forget to not quit our channel. Like and subscribe it. Don't forget to hit the little bell notification so you can make sure you get all of our videos. Last but not least, go to BrodownPro.com. We have new stuff coming up all the time, including this week. It's probably up by now. Some cool shit. Go check it out. We got to deliver on that now. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Our fan will be disappointed. Yeah. Why aren't you going? I said go. Bro down pro. I'm going right now. We'll catch you guys next time. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah.